I call it luck. In my experience, there's no such thing as luck. Welcome back to Canto Bite Dispatch. Today, I'm Brittany, and unfortunately, Emily is not here with us today. She's sick. I hope she feels better. But, very last minute, I got a very special co-host. Our co-host today is my brother, Rusty. Hi, Rusty. Hey, how you guys doing? It's really good to be on here. Glad to have you. So what was your reaction when I called you today and told you that I wanted you to be a co-host on Canto by Dispatch? Well, because um, at dinner I asked you, I'm like, so how's Emily feeling? And I'm like, oh, man, I'm like, maybe if Emily's not feeling good, maybe maybe I, maybe I could substitute for her. But I, I was coming home from work and you're calling me. I'm like, oh, maybe she wants me to pick up like Jack in the Box for her or something. And um, but you're like, do you want to be on the show? Oh, I was so excited. <laughs> and um, thinking of stuff to say on the way here, it's been, it's, I'm really excited to be here. That's good. Yeah, we've tried to record this about like three times because like we're both just so giggly. Like he's in the <laughs> other room because we could not just face each other and podcast at the same time. It's just, oh, it's just too funny. But uh, Rusty, you are on Twitter, am I correct? I am on Twitter. So I, you can find me at Rusty Brown with two N's. Unfortunately, the Rusty Brown with one N is taken. And um, I was kind of upset, but yeah, at Rusty Brown at two ends, and I do post daily, and I have an astonishing forty-three followers. And I think I I had I had to delete like two followers because it, I think they're like prostitutes or something. <laughs> it, it, it was like it was like if you add me, I can send you news. I'm like, no, thank you. So <laughs> I I had to delete them. <laughs> So that they were following you. They were following. I don't know why the hell they wanted to follow me, um, but I, I had to say no to them. Unfortunately, I think they were just bots. Like, mom used to have a Twitter a long time ago, <laughs> <laughs> and a bunch of those bots would like follow her, and for some reason, like her account got hacked too. So that was funny having to tell her that she was following a bunch of. Uh, bots that do porn so yeah i don't know how good mom is with like passwords but or probably passwords probably like i love my dog or something or, i love my daughter Brittany. <laughs> no it was my daughter Brittany is awful no <laughs> no i'm a i'm a good kid i think rusty how was growing up with me for 19 years like are there what's like the first thing that comes to mind when you think of me uh the very redhead Absolutely. If no one, if you guys don't know Brittany, she is a pure ginger, and she will always stand by that for the rest of her life. Um, 
Ooh, let's see what else. Uh, really, really outgoing. Um, I got two sisters. I got Brittany. Then I got my other sister, Brandy, who a lot of you guys don't know about. Uh, but Brittany's always been a very outgoing person. Um, always doing her best to be professional and really succeed in life. And um, Brittany, Brittany, Brittany. That, you know, that is a really tough question. That's like um, that's like asking me what a covalent bond is. Um, I, I know what it is, but there's so many different answers I can choose from. And none of them can be the right question because you are just a perfect person in my mind. So I assume you got that question wrong on your biology exam, what a covalent bond is? Most likely, yes. <laughs> hmm. God, I was trying to think of like when I was asking you, like, you know, just about me and uh, like one of my first memories of like little Rusty, like we're three years apart when Rusty was like really little. He hit oh, me no. in the head with a brass elephant that I don't know even know why the fuck we had a brass elephant, <laughs> but he grabbed it and he hit me in the head with it. And I had to go to the hospital and get like uh, not stitches in my head. I think it was like glue or something. OK, for you listeners, um. I did not. I do not have a memory of this at all. So well, you were one. Of course, you, you don't. You cannot have this on me. If you guys ever meet me in person, you're saying, "Oh, you had a glass elephant with your sister." I do not remember this at all. I'm just letting you guys know. Yeah, I would always get mad at you because I would always play with Brandy, and you would always like want to come in and play. But we're like, no, boys are weird, even though you're oh, a brother. Yeah, I know. I wanted to play with you guys, and you're like, "Oh no, Rusty, then I go play the freaking cat and dog outside and go dig holes all day." oh man yeah you would try to come in when brandy and i would play with our poly pockets and we would close the door and you would do the thing where you like fake fall and then you start crying and mom would come in and she'd be like what's wrong with rusty we'd be like he's being stupid you know i actually think i did that a couple days ago (laughs) fuck you (laughs) oh sorry i know you don't like me cursing but unfortunately this is a explicit podcast and it's not family friendly podcast you have the rights to it you do what you want yeah what was your first reaction when I told you that I was going to start up a podcast? Oh, I was I was super excited because I know there's actually not a lot of podcasts out there who are with two girls. And um, knowing you, you've always been a really big Star Wars fanatic. And for you to start showing people what you're made of and like what you know, I was really super excited for everyone to like to see your knowledge. And still, I mean, with the success that you guys have been doing, I, I couldn't be more happier. I mean, like Aww. I say, I've been... I've been your fan since day one, and I'll, I'm always going to be your fan. Um, I listen to it every. Uh, I don't. I to be honest, I don't listen to every podcast, um, but I do listen to majority of them. And the content that you guys have been stating has just been phenomenal. And um, just seeing you guys grow as like two individuals, two female individuals, it's been awesome to see you guys. That's so nice, Rusty. Is that your no actual worry. thought, or is that just your podcast? No, I'm kidding. I know you. No, actually. that's my actual thought. Yeah, that, I mean, if any, because we were we were in class one day, and we were talking about rhetorical analysis of things, and someone asked, um, "How do you do rhetorical analysis of a podcast?" So we started um, we started doing stuff, and my teacher asked, "Does anyone have a podcast?" I said no, but I raised my hand and said, "Oh, my sister has a podcast," and she's like, "Oh my gosh." Oh and my so gosh! I, you didn't yeah. tell me about this. Yeah, I don't tell you a lot of things, Brittany. <laughs> oh my god, that's cool. Yeah, it's very cool. Did anyone say anything like what kind of podcast it was? 
No, you know, no one, no one that I know is a really big Star Wars fan like I am. So whenever I try to talk to people um, about Star Wars, they really have no clue. And like when I say that I waited um, in the D23 Expo line for 20 hours just to see some behind the scenes reel. Yeah, people, people kind of scratch their heads and look at me like, dude, what, what the hell's the matter with you? And that's kind of, that's kind of why I don't, I don't really have, uh, what's the word, um, a lot of people that I know that's big Star Wars fans like I am. <laughs> that's a good point. First off, I want to say that it's kind of like a gag, not really a running gag, at least to me, like when I'm editing some episodes. D23 is always mentioned for some goddamn reason. It's always is mentioned. Every- yeah, like every episode. I I have to cut it out sometimes when I'm saying like, oh, like when I went to D23, I'm just like, no one wants to hear this. They get it. I went to a convention with Disney and I'm a, we're a pretty big Disney family. Rusty, explain to our listeners like how Disney our family is. Oh, yeah. We're super big Disney family. I think I wear a Disney or Star Wars t-shirt every, no, almost every Every day. day. Um, There's Mickey Mouse ears everywhere. And, like, I think every stinking family Christmas card that we do, but it has to include one Disney. We have Disney sculptures in the backyard. Our other sister works for Disney. We easily go once a year to Walt Disney World in Orlando. Um, and you know, it's just something that you really can't get away from. It's kind of like drugs, but <laughs> Disney. Disney is like a drug. I was uh, talking to my, my friend Richie because, uh, spoiler alert, I am doing a solo Richie and Ollie show with him where we talk about Disney and, you know, just talking about how Disney, you know, has been with our family and we're always so happy when we're at the parks. So. Yeah, I know. I mean. Right now, if like I had like a time machine and I could go anywhere, oh yeah, let's go to let's go to the Magic Kingdom. Let's go to Hollywood Studios and go ride uh, Toy Story and try to beat my sister. Okay, okay, you guys never want to play Britney in Toy Story Mania. It's because she's double-handed. She shoots for like she shoots for like thirty seconds with her right hand. Then she goes to her left hand, and you can never beat her. And see, at the end of it, she's like. <laughs> beat you guys and you just i you can't beat her it's 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 probably factually impossible to beat my sister in that game so if, if anyone can beat britney in toy story mania please please <laughs> please pl- pl- please come out and say something picks or it didn't happen <laughs> i don't know though brandy's pretty good at it too if you guys don't know what we're talking about it's it's like kind of like 3d-ish ride you wear 3d glasses and you kind of you know it's like you're playing a game and you it's it's like a little you pull something and you get points or Cause I have a- God damn it, Brit- God damn it, Brit- you're getting me flustered about it. <laughs> I know. I'm like moving my hand like I'm trying to play it. And I have a bad wrist because I've been playing tennis since I was nine. And I, I'm a slicer. So if you don't know what slicing is tennis, basically I do like a weird spin on the ball. I'm left-handed too. So people hate me for that. But I think after all many, all these years of slicing, like my wrist is just so messed up. Like I get really bad wrist cramps sometimes and I have to just sit there. No, I'm serious. You make fun of me about, you you all make fun of me about this. Like how I, how I like messed up my spine like two years ago. No one believed me about it. How like my wrist is messed up. Brittany, it's really funny. You say that you have wrist problems, but when you play that game, like your wrist, your wrist problems go away. That's why I have to switch hands. Oh, Okay. (laughs) Doesn't it all just make sense now? Yeah, it really does. Mm. I'm I'm glad that um we're finding out just like so much about each other, like in these ten yeah. minutes. Like I've I, I can't believe we're my brother. 
Like, I, I can't believe that. We, we can yeah, be yeah. friends. These, these 10 minutes has been like my 19 years. Yeah, this is like therapy. I love this. But yeah. anyways, um, so you you like Star Wars. Absolutely. Just as much or no, you're you're more Star. No, I'd say we're pretty even. We are. So if you guys don't know, you know, Rusty and I were from San Diego and we don't really know a lot of people in San Diego or our friend, like our friends here that are really into Star Wars. Like we grew up liking Star Wars and we that's how we bonded you know growing up is over star wars like we always go get our lawn chairs out when the movies come out like the last two decembers we were at our local movie theater you know getting the lawn chairs getting the ipad out and playing star wars movies and talking to people in line which is probably some of our like most favorite times that we've had yeah geez just like waiting waiting in the force awakens line and seeing so many people that share the same like ideas and concepts about you. It's just amazing. And then going to D23 and everyone shares that same bomb that you have. It Oh my gosh, it was so much fun. Yeah, it was cool with D23 too because like we love Star Wars also. But there are other things there like Disney. Like there was Marvel too and you're really into Marvel also. Absolutely, yeah. And that's something that you and our older sister Brandy share a lot more common with. Like I'm the Star Wars sister, Brandy's the Marvel sister. And thank God we have another sibling because you would be in, like into like Lord of the Rings or some shit. <laughs> which is not a bad thing yeah. well you you tried to get into that didn't you you know i tried i wasn't a big fan of the whole hobbits and uh, the wizard the wizards and like that and harry potter no i'm i'm not a huge fan at all god i know i remember uh i went to go see the hobbit with my ex-boyfriend like four or five years ago and it was the second one I either fell asleep or i just totally just lost consciousness like through that movie it was just i I didn't get it. Like I had watched the the first movie like the night before, but I don't know. Maybe it was just The Hobbit because I know a lot of Lord of the Rings fans don't like the the Hobbit. Was it trilogy? Hobbit trilogy? Yeah, yeah, the three films. Yeah, but I don't know. We're going off into a weird Hobbit tangent. But uh, what's your first memory of Star Wars? Is it because I'm interested? Because we're th- we're three years apart, and I got into Star Wars when I was in fourth grade. So, or like I don't know, the summer before fourth grade. I it's kind of hazy for me too. So you were in first grade. Yeah. Okay. Very very good math. Um, so yeah, <laughs> three plus one is four. Um, yeah. So you were you were in fourth grade, and I was in first grade, and um, my very vivid memories is just being shown Return of the Jedi, The Empire Strikes Back, and A New Hope. And I really thought that was cool because it was something different and it was something that I've actually never seen before on the cinema. And um, growing up, like, when we played at recess, everyone wanted to be Luke Skywalker. Everyone wanted to be Han Solo or, or Chewbacca or, mm-hmm. like, c 3 I, I don't know, any, any one of those freaking droids. Um, <laughs> really? But just... Oh, yeah, you didn't know that? I mean, we, we would play Star Wars every every day at recess Brittany. well i would try to do that with people too and they looked at me like i was fucking nuts like because i well pe- people still look at you like that sometimes <laughs> that's though. true but like how many people was this because you know because we didn't really know a lot of people who like star wars other than like three people from like our elementary school 
Yeah. Um, so I had a little posse, about three or four guys, and we would play Star Wars every other, like every other day. And we, yeah, we we made up imaginary stuff. We made up some. I kind of like some. We kind of uh, kind of screwed around the prequels a little bit. And we would play. Oh, what what if this happened? What if Anakin uh, killed Padme? What if Padme stabbed Anakin? Yeah, we would do little scenarios like Holy that. Shit. I mean, it's pretty fun. Oh yeah, I was Brittany. Was, Brittany wasn't pretty. It wasn't pretty. That's hilarious. So you 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 were talking about the prequels. So which movies do you connect with more? Do you connect more with the original trilogy, the sequel trilogy, which is the one right now, or did I say wait? Did I, originals, prequels, or now? Which one? Or the standalones? Are you Mendo? No, I'm kidding. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's a really good question. Um, first of all, yeah, first of all, great question. And um, I really think that, I think an episode that really hit me was the, um, no, I'm sorry, was Revenge of the Sith. Is And let me tell you why. Is that, that's one of my favorite films, is because that that's one of the few Star Wars stories is that you can see the main actor being conflicted all the time. You can see him going through stress that he can't tell a lot of people and, like, a lot of people don't know about. I mean, it kind of kind of relates to a lot of people. There's stuff in people's lives that are very stressful and that are um, hidden, and they don't want to tell anyone. I mean, that's that's the way I live, too. I mean, if something's bothering me, I really don't go tell people. That's true. And oh the, the, way, the way George Lucas portrayed Anakin was phenomenal. And um, I would really like to see in these next films, in episode eight and nine, I would really like to see Ryan or JJ, who's doing episode nine, I would really like to see them go more into character death and actually relate those characters to the real world and see and see the problems that we're facing and how like we can kind of get through them somehow. Because Star Wars, every, not a lot of people, people love Star Wars, but not everyone does. And I see videos that people say Star Wars has been helping them through the entire life. And yeah, Star Wars has been with me my entire life. Um, when, I, when you're feeling down or something, oh, go watch Star Wars. When you're bored, go watch Star Wars. And Star Wars has always been there. And having that such profound respect for Star Wars has been, just been amazing. And with that said, definitely the prequels have definitely uh, been able to uh, kind of up, upbring my personality. Holy shit. That was God damn it. You and Emily, they're you guys are so good at explaining shit. Like when I explain something, I'm just like, yeah, so like yeah. No, but like like this, like that. Nobody's ready. Let's do it like this, like that, like that. Yeah, like, like for some reason every podcast opened with today I'm Brittany and I have no idea why the hell I do that. And some people are like, Why do you do that? I'm just it's like I <laughs> I do shit without thinking. Like last week, we were reading emails and I accidentally said "good versus email" instead of "good good versus email." I, I guess I can't. I can't read either. Well, no, I can read. I, I'm a good reader. I'm in college, <laughs> but okay. Yeah, but you know, you talk about the prequels. Like I totally agree. Like you know, we grew up in that era where like the prequels were ending. It was kind of sad that we were growing up and we were like really into Star Wars like as we thought it was ending. So it was kind of sad that we kind of got that yeah. final movie and we're like, okay, like now what? But that's kind of why like with me, like I still enjoyed Star Wars and it was always there for me when you know I was sad. Like in middle school, you know that people were shitheads oh. and I would go home and watch those. Yeah 
videos of like Anakin and Padme or like those Star Wars music videos. Like you, you remember that, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. And I, I remember definitely because we would play. Okay, so whoever doesn't know is that <laughs> Brittany and I we played with action figures, and so we would play. I would ask Brittany, "Hey, Brittany, let's go play Star Wars," and Brittany would be like, "Sure, okay." And stuff, and so we'd go in our room and we would play Star Wars, and we would just use our imagination. I would be like, "Hey, what? What if this happened?" Sprinty would be like, "No." And I'd be like, "What if this happened?" She'd be like, "Ah, no." <laughs> then finally, I'd be like, "What if this happens?" And she'd be like, "Okay, let's do that." And um, we would definitely we would play. We'd use our imagination. We had so much fun. And I, I think we stopped playing probably about I want to say a couple weeks ago. We stopped doing that. <laughs> No, it was like it was like eighth grade. It was like the last uh like month or two of eighth grade that I finally was like, no, I think I think this era has <laughs> ended. But I've actually I haven't told anyone this yet. I for some reason, yeah, serious? for some reason, like I was always like thinking like okay, like I talked about my stuffed animal addiction. But speaking of that, w- Rusty and I got porgs. So I got home from work yesterday and. I had a little box. My sister always sends us shit for the holidays. Hi, Brandy. If you're listening, she's probably not. <laughs> not? I don't know. Maybe. But she sent us, like, a little goodie bag of, like, candy. Like, she sent, like, sour candy worms. Obviously, I've ate all of them, and my stomach's been hurting the past two days. And she sent us, like, miniature porks. Like, these are, like, you can, they're, like, keychains, but they're fucking cute. Like, it, you can squeeze them and everything. So, my family's now complete. I have pineapple canadian bacon and pineapple or no it's pineapple canadian bacon and pizza so basically i have canadian bacon and pineapple pizza and i totally butchered that joke but you guys get it but (sighs) well Brittany, you say that you love pineapple pizza so much but whenever we whenever we go out to dinner you never order pineapple because no one else will eat it well get your own freaking pizza rusty I can't, I shouldn't be eating a whole giant pizza. Like, I don't want health problems for the rest of my life. Like, I try to eat healthy every once in a while. Well, I need to, I need to start doing that lately. I need to, I need to exercise more. Thanks for reminding, no, I'm kidding. But no one ever eats it. Like, mom had her Bunko party here. Um, Oh, Lord have mercy. Our mom plays Bunko with her friends every Halloween. She has it here because that's her favorite holiday. She dressed, she dresses up that, no, she like decorates the house with like Halloween decorations because- very, very, very fun. Yeah, yesterday before leaving work, she was like, do you want to bring a pumpkin to your work tomorrow? <laughs> or to your work? And I'm like, no. <laughs> I, I, I like that impersonation. Do you want to bring a pumpkin to your work tomorrow, baby girl? <laughs> do you want to bring a pumpkin? And I'm like, no, I'm good. But yeah, and tangents galore. But back to the Star Wars action figures. Yeah, like. Yes. Which two characters would I always play with? What two characters you would play Anakin and you would play yep. Padme if I'm not correct if I'm correct. Yep. And yeah. and I would always play as Obi-Wan Kenobi. That was true. And not Brittany, not to mention we would throw in a couple of Pokemon action figures oh in there. God. If you remember. <laughs> I was I was waiting for you to mention that. Oh yeah. I... <laughs> yeah, if you ever meet Rusty in person and ask about those days, like he will embarrass the shit out of me like the the shit i would do like with wow this is sounding awful but. yeah i'm the, the thing is it's like if i don't know you i'm like i'm pretty shy around people i don't know but i mean once you start open up to me 
you start saying like your fans and stuff oh yeah then then i'll embarrass the shit out of britney <laughs> oh my god i do you have any like what's like the most embarrassing thing you could like possibly think of like that i i did and then emily's editing this so emily you can edit this out if you want <laughs> Oh, I have so many things. <laughs> What's the first thing that like pops into your head? The first, the very first thing is that we are on vac, we are on vacation, and um, <laughs> and we are we are all super. We are on a vacation to San Francisco, and so we are all super hungry. And oh man, you you see those golden arches, and you're like, oh thank gosh, there's a McDonald's. <laughs> so we're driving driving That's north, correct. and I know this. <laughs> yeah, I do. I, I tell this like every family reunion, Brittany. And um, so we go to McDonald's and Brittany's like, oh, I got to go to the restroom. And we're like, okay, have fun in the little girl's room. So she, she runs in there and we go to the drive-thru. And we're like, oh, oh crap, where's Brittany? And um, so my mom runs it. My mom runs into the bathroom and... Um, <laughs> Brittany, Brittany's in one of the stalls, and it said, Brittany, what do you want from McDonald's? And she's like, I, I don't know. It's like, Brittany, we've been going to McDonald's for 20 years. How the hell don't you know what you want? Maybe maybe it was just a presser using the toilet or something. That guy kind of got to you, didn't it? No. Okay, first off, let me explain to our listeners that our dad gets so stressed when he's at drive through menus it is physically exhausting being around him at a drive through menu because he just stresses out and it's so hilarious and wish mom on the phone with you guys too when you because i don't worry because when i was like i don't know like, i i felt bombarded like i was embarrassed i'm in a mcdonald's bathroom and my mom runs in asking what do you want and i was on a diet at that time too i was like on and off a diet oh that's right yeah, yeah, yeah so i, I was that. like fuck what do i get like what's in the what's in the calorie content because like my piece oh i think that that's what that's why you said i don't know because you were really concerned at that time with the whole calorie intake I and the content am. and stuff so, <laughs> so now now i kind of feel no, bad no i'm just kidding so that's oh god and so it's a really great story to tell yeah that, that happened like i don't know but i'm trying to think of like the most embarrassing story i have about you but um I'm trying to think of embarrassing rusty oh i i got some i got some other ones i'd like to share but i don't think they're very well no my favorite was the other night when we were in target and we were by the bba r2d2 and bb hate the black bb i'm forgetting his name right now I thought, I thought it was... BB yeah, that's what it is. I just forgot. But we were by there, and my, my okay. mom was looking at the San Diego State shirts because she loves... She's, like, so enthusiastic that I am finally in real college. No, I'm kidding, but... Yeah, we don't we don't have time to yeah, go. We, that, we so. don't, but um, my dad he looks at the Spiros because we have a BB-8 one, and he asked my brother really loud at Target. He's like, Rosie, do you ever take your thing out and play with it? <laughs> And I said, I said, well, sometimes. <laughs> oh my god, mom thought that was the funniest thing in the world. But and my mother has a party. Oh mouth. my god. No, my mother has a dirty. Oh mind. my god, we are tangenting off so much. But, anyways, Rusty, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad that you love Star Wars as much as I do, and I'm so happy that. I I can't talk because every time I talk, like I like stare into the eyes of my Jar Jar mask. 
Like, if you guys don't know. He's gonna he's gonna hypnotize you know, in a second. <laughs> so if you guys don't know, for Halloween, I'm going to be Darth Jar Jar. I was inspired by the prequel memes tweet. They like posted like a tweet of like a black cloak and like a Jar Jar mask, and I'm like, that's me. I'm gonna I'm going to like a Halloween party next week, and I want to look hot as fuck. So my first uh, thought was be Jar Jar, but I'm gonna move this because every time I try to talk, I look into the eyes of Jar Jar, and this is a pretty good mask. Like it's still in the package. I'm staring into the eyes of Ernie the Porter. Oh, his name's right Ernie. Now. And he, his name is Ernie. Yes. Let's see. Let's see. Does he have anything to say? Okay, he said he's really. Well, happy Emily named the Porg in the trailer. I guess his name is Gerald. Is is that like the IMBD name of the Porg? That's Emily's IMBD name of the Porg. Which, fuck yeah. Hey, 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 Gerald. <laughs> Gerald. <laughs> Hey, Gerald, would you like to come on the Millennium Falcon with us and go fight the Green Mother Snow? And he's like, okay, I might as well. Yeah, he's like, he's like, well, all right, fellas, let's go do this. He's like our cat, Mr. B. He's like, oh, no, I am very scared. Yeah, he's like, all right, give me, give me like 15 minutes and I'll be on the ship. <laughs> yeah, we give, we give like voices for our animals. So that's like. Yeah, we don't, Brainy, we don't have time to don't go Don't worry, 30 like minutes in. But obviously, um, we don't really have a lot to talk about this week other than uh, Rebels. We have some emails. We have our top three. But I wanted to, before we talk about Rebels, I wanted to talk about the Kessel Toy Run. So basically, it's this really cool toy drive. And it's accepting donations of new unopened toys. Or you can purchase toys. And you can purchase them directly through Amazon. Or you can mail them to the address that we put in the bio. So basically it's for children, you know, spending time in the hospital. Or families too. And they... Yeah, just basically children spending time in the hospital. So, um... To, and that was just making Star Wars um, Well, they posted it. So, yeah. yeah okay. We can link them too. We'll probably put it on Twitter. And so... You can go on Amazon under accounts. You can click find or list registry and you can search the Kessel toy run at gmail.com. And that's like where their check or their wish list is. And you can choose the items to send them to the address listed. So definitely recommend you guys doing that. I'm going to do that when I get off with Rusty. They totally deserve some toys, you know, kids in the hospital. Like I can't imagine during the holidays too. Absolutely. I might, I did. I, we should probably just go buy a whole bunch of Black Series Rebels and uh, go just. Oh, yeah. Go you know, probably like, they're probably like little too. So even like some stuffed animal porgs. Like, imagine like just getting Absolutely. a big yeah, bag of porgs and giving it to the kids. Like, that would, oh my God. Like, they'd be so happy. Yeah. Ho, 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 kids. I got you some porgs. <laughs> I know. I was at the Disney store with mom today and I was grabbing on the porgs and like, this one's mine. This was mine. And of course, some guy looks at me like I'm crazy. And I'm like, hello, I'm here. Getting my Borgs. But anyways, uh, the Borgs. The Borgs. The Borgs. But we are going to talk about Rebels, the first two episodes. And okay. I like Rebels. So you want to give us like a little rundown yeah. of what happened? Here, let me. I'm trying to, I'm, I'm really bad at talking to the mic. So I'm like holding like my, my notes like above my head, like. I'm praying to them, but, uh, <laughs> so basically this episode or the two episodes says so about like Sabine rescuing her dad. She gets a bunch of Mandos there on Mandalore. I was thinking like what the planet's name. Of course it's Mandalore. God, Brittany. But 
apparently like it's a trap at first and Bo-Katan comes saves the day and she's like Sabine what the fuck you doing she's like I was rescuing my dad and then they like find him and everything and I guess the Empire has this like devastating weapon that Sabine made and it like destroys Mandalorian armor and everything in it so this goes off and Sabine's like mom and brother are in that area so she's like fuck like she sees it and she thinks they're dead so of course like the end of the episode is like oh my god they killed Sabine's family like how fucking well obviously like her dad like survived but it was like oh my god like they finally did it they finally did something in Rebels and of course like the second episode starts and you see them like alive and you're like motherfucker you had like the one chance to kill some characters but we'll get into that later and so you know, Bo-Katan's pissed, Sabine's pissed, like, she created this while she was working for the, or employed with the Empire, basically, and so they all kind of, like, okay, like, let's destroy this machine, and of course they did, because it's Rebels, and at the very end of it, um, Sabine hands the Darksaber to Bo-Katan, because she's like, you deserve this, this is for you, this is for your house, like, and then Bo, like, kind of dedicates it to her sister Sabine, which, oh, feels, I love I love Sabine. I love Sabine and Obi-Wan. I loved Sabine because, you know, she was a ruler of, you know, Mandalore and she wanted peace and she didn't want to interfere with the war. And I really respect that. So having Bo, you know, dedicated that to her sister, I thought it was good. But other than that, you know, the episode was not forgettable. Like I would probably rate it like a six or a seven out of 10, but next week should be good because Saul Guerrero is going to be in it. Apparently he does some fucked up shit. So yeah, I know. I was reading somewhere that he's apparently in, like, Canada or something, is that he killed uh, innocent people, he killed rebels, he killed um, the Empire. So it would be really cool to see what he does this next episode and see how darker he is and why, really, in Rogue One, why they need Jin to kind of bring him in. Because it really, because in Rogue One, it sounds like the rebels were kind of scared of him. So in this episode, I hope they really show why they're scared yeah that's a good point but do you have i know that you didn't did you watch uh the two episodes of rebels no i always say i was gonna come home and watch it and i would always yeah. say that when i come home and i end up falling asleep <laughs> on the couch but um the one thing that you mentioned is that sabine created the weapon and now it's using being used against her people there's just when you said of that the one thing i thought of was rogue one when um uh, Jen shoots uh, Mendo, and Mendo's just lying on the floor, and he looks up and sees the Death Star coming out of hyperspace, and that just floating like, on the planet. Uh, uh, I mean, that that's just that's just like a that's just like a flashback. I mean, I don't know if Dave Filoni kind of thought of that, but probably not. <laughs> probably but that's not. just say that probably not. Uh, but yeah, man, it's just like a major. Um, they're just really similar. Just the their weapons. That they created, well, Mendo didn't really create it. He kind of thought of it, then had uh, Galen Urso create it. But just being getting used it against them, man, that's that's the number one way to go. Yeah, I see a lot of similarities to that. But, like, the only difference between that is, like, Sabine, like, since it's on Disney XD, they were like, oh, like, Sabine has to save the day. The Rebels have to. Ezra has to have his Jar Jar moment. Yeah. Even though I love Jar Jar, it's like, I really don't like Ezra. What's your opinion of Ezra? You know, I can, I'll watch the episode when he <laughs> dies. I I would love to see that because I I haven't been a big fan of Ezra this entire time, and he's always whiny. He's he's kind of like Luke. 
oh man like when uh when darth vader breaks his lightsaber he's like oh i i really need some more training and um you know i just he's not i feel like he's just kind of like a filler character is that they have to have him in order for that younger audience like four to twelve to really kind of relate to him but i mean now that i'm older I just I don't relate to him at all, and it's just I'm not a big fan. Yeah, of Yeah, like you know, they kind of talk about how this is like it's kind of known or not really known. Like this is a kids show, you know. Obviously, like adults watch it too, and we're very critical of Star Wars because you know yeah. that's what we are. But you know, you talked about how kids would probably connect to this character, but we do have two cousins who are how old are Jake and Parker? They're six and eight, six um. and ten. There, I don't know. I'm really yeah, bad too. with numbers and like ages. They're so young. They're, they're like, young. do That's you think that say. they would like a character like this? <laughs> yes, because um, whenever you're watching a TV show, okay, this especially me growing up. When you're ever watching a TV show and someone you see someone on that show that's younger, a little bit younger than you, or no, a little bit. I'm sorry. A, a person that's a little bit older than you is that you want to relate to them as much as you can. So that's going to be your favorite character through the entire film. And I really do think that kids, some kids, not, not all the kids because there's some effed up kids. You can say fuck. It's okay. Um, (laughs) No, no, thank you, Brittany. Um, But yeah, there is some, definitely there's kids who can't relate to Ezra. Well, that's that's a good point. But wouldn't you think that they would relate to characters like Kanan or even like Hera and Sabine? Like, don't you think that little boys would like characters like them? You know, like, cause you know, Sabine, she... Well, you you know what I mean. Yeah, I, just, uh, I, just had a, I just had a really inappropriate Rusty. thought. <laughs> but, I don't know. Like, uh, I'm still mad at Dave for kind of... Le- misleading that mendo would be in this even though that he's probably not which i don't know like i i want him to be but i think that dave is not gonna do it i have a question for you how do you think it's gonna end i think that there's gonna be like this like big battle and i don't want to say that like the death star is gonna come in and destroy something but something's gonna happen where ezra and kanan like either sacrifice themselves or with not Sabine, probably with Zeb too. I feel like those three are the most likely to die. Even Sabine too, because yeah. we don't see her. But I just want them to die because I want it to be that Luke is the last Jedi. Like, you know, you have Yoda telling Luke in episode six that, you know, when I die, the last Jedi you will be. And if I if I'm incorrect about that mm-hmm. line, I am so sorry, but <laughs> you know? No, I've watched that movie in a long time. Like, Luke is supposed to be the last Jedi, and Leia's supposed to be Force-sensitive, too, so they yeah. technically should be the only two Force-sensitive people in the galaxy. Like, I understand that it's a big galaxy and everything, but... Uh, it... Yeah, Brittany, I don't... I, I'm i 100% sure that they're... that um, Kanan nor Ezra are going to be in Episode uh, 8 or not. It's... They... I, they just... You know, I would be actually pretty pissed if you asked me because, you know, that's it's a little Disney kids TV show. And relating it to the um, Star Wars uh, universe, I don't know. I don't know if that would play well in my mind. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Like, 
it's kind of just a missed opportunity because something like Clone Wars was like, I don't know, like was Clone Wars really? Because I didn't live or watch Clone Wars like live like while it was on Cartoon Network. I think by like season yeah, five or like uh, when I found out the mall was going to be in it, I started watching it. Because don't you remember like out in high school and I was telling you that they brought mall back to life? Yeah, yeah, that's when I started watching it. Is that I watched up until there's six seasons correct yeah so i watched all five seasons within a week span and um then i got one of my other buddies into it then um i was just waiting on season six forever and to be honest i was kind of disappointed with season six because um i think it was just poorly edited and directed um but season five is by far the best season and then Emily has to look forward to that. I'm like, yeah, I was going to say, because we kind of have this like little segment going on where Emily is watching the Clone Wars. And it's kind of, yeah, it's kind yeah, of funny because like, I kind of tell her every episode, like, it's going to get better. It's going to get better. But season one was kind of like, ugh. but it's funny because she yeah. just hates like those happy accidents in Star Wars. And I, I kind of like that. It's like, we're like kind of opposites with that. But that's just what makes it like her reactions to it are just so funny. And then she's like, well, I don't like this because it's just <laughs> I can't even speak words. But yeah, she, she definitely has something to look I know, forward she's to. She's going to like a lot of those arcs. But yeah, like I didn't really know a lot of people that watched Clone Wars like while it was live. Like I think I would like talk to my friends about it. Like I would talk to like Audrey, like Laura, and Natasha about it, and they would be like, "Bring sure. enough of your Star Wars shit," because I was already president or I was like vice president of the Star Wars club at high school. I think Ella was the president. Don't you remember that? Oh, okay. Yeah, um, I was gonna go one day, but it got canceled. <laughs> But then, uh, yeah, I never went. Yeah. But, well, to be, to be honest with you, like in high school, like trying to fit in and trying with like anxiety and stuff like, oh, okay, this. It's like when you said like you like Star Wars, oh, that was like a major, um, like, ugh. Are you serious? So like freshman and sophomore year. Are you serious? Yeah, are you serious? Um, like def- And like definitely freshman and sophomore year. But like as junior and senior came along, um oh that's when i become that's when i like came out and said i came out as a star wars fan not the other um and said yeah i'm a big star wars fan and so um definitely those freshman sophomore year if you like star wars in my opinion i was i was i was i was really nervous like i i remember specifically we were in class and it was the very first day of school and it was like one of the questions like what is your favorite movie and I was so scared to pit Star yeah. Wars. I don't know why, but um, now looking back at it, oh man, I, I don't really yeah, care. like I remember going to high school too, like being afraid to kind of tell people that because, like in middle school, I was a weird kid, and you know, I would sometimes talk about Star Wars, and people were kind of like, "That's not cool." Like I wasn't like the cookie cutter kid, and people didn't like that. So obviously, like the first couple of years of high school, like. Mm-hmm. I didn't really talk about it a lot. And then I met a friend and we like, we both were really into Star Wars. Like we would video chat like all night and we would talk about, like I would tell, like he was the very first person I told about how like I, the, my very first like emotional like experience watching a movie was during Revenge of the Sith watching Padme's funeral. Like that was so devastating to me as a child seeing that and telling yeah. someone that it was awesome that I had some friends and I could talk to this about and finally like, and 
in our junior year high school we both like had the balls and we're like let's do a star wars club at high in our high school we did that and it kind of fizzled the senior year because i was busy with tennis and other stuff and i don't know weird college stuff Mm -hmm. god i i thought like like my senior year i just didn't know what i was gonna do like i was just like for some reason yeah oh no are you gonna say i i know i was gonna say some (laughs) no sorry but no like for some reason like the end of high school like didn't like register in my brain that i had to pick college and that really stressed me out and i felt like like i had to pick like a university but then i just went to community college and that was like the best decision i ever made with my life but anyways i see what were you gonna say i remember my senior year um i was just counting down the days until the force awakens and everyone knew that i was a star wars fan everyone knew they're like hey rusty there's two months there's three months hey rusty there's two months hey rusty there's a month hey rusty next week oh man everyone knew and like then there was like a little like news broadcast about the star wars and my whole class was like hey rusty you watching this right now and um you kind of you kind of get like the reputation of the star wars guy and it was it was really cool then people start coming and talking to you about it and stuff like people who you would never imagine like like star wars like the jocks and everything um then them talking to you about it it was just really cool so i wish i would have set stated that i like star wars a lot sooner than yeah senior like year. you know like my two years like you know senior or freshman for senior year like i didn't really talk about people then like i don't know i feel like when i would try to talk to people about star wars like guys would kind of assume like i was just doing it to like get attention like oh yeah i like star wars like i really yeah. i really did i had to like actually have conversations with them and then they, they would try to like turn it around and be like oh well you like the prequels so it's like yeah i respect the prequels because they were great movies and they told a story about a character like <sighs> It was mm-hmm. annoying, but yeah, I feel like, you know, growing experiences, like, I'm trying to, f- I can't think of words, god damn it, but I don't know, we all go through things in life, and then one day we just realize, like, fuck it, like, I, I love Star Wars, and I don't care if people don't like that, if you don't, then screw the haters, but then you meet people who are amazing, like, you know, this Star Wars community we have right now, you know, talking to people about Star Wars and other things. It's fantastic that we know people and the people are so kind, but. Yeah, absolutely. There's people that share everything with you. And you really, I mean, like me and you are such big Star Wars fans in San Diego. I didn't know anyone who, anyone who was as big a Star Wars fan as we were. And when we were at the Force Awakens premiere, um, everyone was just the biggest fan. Then you started doing these podcasts. You started listening to a lot of people. Then you actually found out that there was people like us, and that's why I'm super excited right like now. Eye opening thing, like finding Star Wars podcasts and then being like, there are people like like I knew obviously like I knew there are people out there that like Star Wars, but it's like I don't really know a lot of people. But like now that like yeah. it's like I know people, yeah. and it's like I have all the pod all like my favorite podcasts. I have their stickers on my notebook, and they people always ask me and like, oh, these are my friends. Like they all do podcasts. And I get so happy, and I, I'm wearing my yeah. Rogue One shirt right now. I need to get you one for Christmas. It's a really nice shirt. Or I need to get. I'm working God, on a Nim Nub shirt right now. Oh, uh, Nim But, anyways, uh, we should get to our top three. So, if you guys have any top three recommendations, email us at cantobytepod at gmail.com. And 
we have our top three this week. Here, let me pull up the email. It's kind of like a continuation from last week's because Marina sent us a really good top three. And I'm going to read the rest of her email. Favorite Star Wars collectibles you own. So... Uh, this again, this is a continuation from last week. So Marina last week sent us a uh, top three, you know, uh, favorite fashion choices. So this week it is favorite Star Wars collectibles. And she says, um, Anakin Skywalker little statue I got with the computer Monopoly game. Even though it says Anakin Skywalker on it, I grew up calling this little statue Darth Vader. It is the only thing I've left from my childhood. So it's meaningful to me. Oh, that's cool. So it's, Rusty, I'm like trying to explain this like picture. I should have shown you this before because you're in the other room. So it's the um, Sebastian Shaw Anakin. Am I saying that right? Because I always get him yeah. confused with Sebastian Stan, which is yeah. Yeah, Sebastian Shaw. There's a, it's really funny because in X Men, there's a, the main villain. Oh, his name is Sebastian Shaw. That's interesting, but yeah. that's a cool one. And then her other one is her Star Wars 2017 badge because she says because it means so much to me this was my first con ever and I got to meet so many amazing people and she showed a picture of it oh jealous and her last one is her pork pin by 800 pound productions because it is too cute and she posted a picture of that too it's a cute little pork pin but yeah, thank you, Marina, for sending us that. Thank you for showing pictures too. I really enjoy, you know, looking at the pictures as you're describing it. But yeah, so Rusty, what are your top three favorite? All right. My number one definitely favorite are the Hasbro mm -hmm. uh, Ultra Sabres. Um, I have two Sabres right now. Um, there, I have the luke i got anakin one and i also have kylo wrench cross guard and there's by far my favorite you know i don't use them a lot but when you tell people that you have you own a lightsaber they're like dude this guy is legit and that's definitely my favorite my second one has to be t-shirts um i love buying star wars t-shirts i know i don't really buy a lot because you and this is randy buy most of them for me and um, definitely, because when I, at D23, <laughs> we're going to go back to that, at D23, um, when I when I talked to Andy, she was, wearing this, she was wearing this really cool um, Star Tour shirt, and I asked her, I'm like, hey, where the hell did you get that at? It's like, oh, they have it, they have it inside, and so I looked for that t-shirt, oh man, they didn't have it, and um, my third one, probably, ooh, um, god, that's a good one. My third one was probably um, probably action figures. I know I don't buy a lot of them now, but like when I was growing up, the action figures was just really cool. I probably had one of everything, and this those are my top. Three. Those are good top threes. And yeah, you mentioned Andy. Who's Andy? So our listeners know. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, Andy Gutierrez. Okay, just before I was I never really watched the Star Wars show, and so I was with uh, Billy, one of Brittany's friends. And we, I went to the bathroom, and he's like, hey, dude, come over. That's Andy Gutierrez. I'm like, what? Who, who the heck is Andy Gutierrez? And um, so we start talking. And um, yeah, so then I go back, 
Um, then I look at my phone and I check up Andy Gutierrez. It's like, oh, she's one of the hosts of the Star Wars show. Oh my, I was such an idiot. Oh my gosh. But she was, she was, oh man, she was a very nice young lady. She was That's awesome. true. That was, yeah, I'm so jealous. Like I was sitting there waiting in line. Like I was anxious that whole day. I think just cause like thinking about seeing Star Wars stuff or, cause last week I talked to her when we were talking yeah. about our reaction to the last Jedi trailer, I had like certain stages of like anxiety or like anxiousness. Like, or, like, nervous. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I was I was pretty anxious before Like, I didn't eat that whole day at D23. Like, I go through phases. Like, I get nervous. Like, depends on, like, <laughs> my type of nervous. Like, I either don't eat or I eat everything. Like, I swear, like, Rusty would always be like, are you hungry? Do you need anything? And I was like, no, I'm good. I was just, like, sitting there. You think, you think you're nervous before, like, the show <laughs> started? I went to the bathroom, like, four times. I oh was so God. nervous. We are so related. There, people, people in my audience, people in my line were probably like, oh my gosh, not this kid again. I'm like, excuse me, excuse me. They're probably like, dude, you need a freaking catheter or something? Jesus Christ. Oh, All right. So I'll share my top three. Thank you for sharing yours, Rusty. But um, oh, you, you one want? of my first ones are ticket stubs from seeing the movies. I have them. I I have some of them right now. Mm, I like I searched through one. Uh, one of my old purses that I have right here because I was looking for something the other day. Here, let me move it. Oh, I, I found a, a card from, oh wait, it's not from you. I have like old cards that you gave me like for my birthday. I think it was like a couple months ago. And like the ones that you signed for Cooper and Buddy, yeah. Cooper and Buddy are animals. So every year, oh, yeah. Rusty, <laughs> he signs the cards like the animals. So he like <laughs> scribbles or he writes like Spanish. It's really funny. But yeah. Yeah. Like feliz cumpleaños, but... señora. Cuz our, <laughs> our cats our cats Hispanic. Yeah, we we got him at like a PetSmart and they told us that like he was from Mexico, so we he's our brother. That's our cat. We we love him. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, um I have old ticket stubs. Like I have two of them from Rogue One. And I have one of them when we saw The Force Awakens. Remember that one night we went, it was me, you, and Brandy. And we were like, what do we do? And I was like, let's go see The Force Awakens. And <laughs> oh, my God. I've already, I've already seen The Force Awakens like seven times. I was like, oh, my gosh. Then the guy, the guy in line behind us. <laughs> like, like, we look at him like, yeah, we know. And, and I'm like, bruh, I've seen this film like seven times. And he's like, oh, he's like, why don't you go see another movie? He's like, what, why don't you, what, what, what other movie was out of that time? Oh, he's like, Fuck why don't that. you go see The Revenant? I'm like, I've already seen that. He's like, oh, did you see that seven times too? And I'm like, dude, come on, don't be a dick. <laughs> that guy kind yeah, that guy kind of pissed me off. Me off right <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I try to keep ticket stubs. I don't know where my other ones went, but they're probably in my other purse. I'm too lazy to check. Not edit that out. <laughs> and Dad just walk in and ask us how the podcast is yeah. going. Oh you my 
my god. Well, did you tell him how it was going? Oh, that, that's good. Yeah, I I'm, gave him the thumbs up. I'm glad it's going well. Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, so yeah, uh, ticket stubs, and we used to have a <laughs> we used to have a PS2. We used to have a PlayStation, and we would play the first Star Wars Battlefront one and two, and we played those so much that the discs just stopped working. And our PlayStation stopped working too. What we still have it for some reason. Don't for, don't forget. The, oh uh, shit! Lego yeah, Star Wars. those were our jam. We used to always play those. I would always have to be first player though. Yeah. Still yeah every now and then I have my spurts where it's like you? I I want to do something, or I get really lazy and I just like watch people play video games online. Like I watch those like Let's Play of like the original battlefront but for some reason yeah. we still have those i think it's just because it's so sentimental to us like we would always play that like i remember we would get we would get our playstation remotes out and we would play battlefront 2 and then like we would always do go to curzon death star i'm trying i i thought i remember the order but i know it was curzon death star i forget what the third one was i think it was space kashik and then we would go to actual Kashyyyk. Yeah. Then we would do the uh, Moss Eisley. Yeah, the, the Space Jedi Assault. That's technically Jedi. not Space Assault. I think that was like their little Easter egg thing. We would do, yeah, we would do the campaign oh, every now and then, but it would like really depress us after Order 66. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. oh my <laughs> God. But yeah, we, we had a fun time playing that. We didn't really play Battlefront 1 a lot because we were so invested in Battlefront 2 and some planets like didn't work on our PlayStation 2. So like when we got it, when, when you got an Xbox and we started playing it, yeah. I was like, I was hooked. Like I, that's the only thing I would play. And I feel like I would like play it so much. Like even like now, like if I want to play a game, I play like the first Battlefront. Cause I think in my head, I'm like, I want to make up for the times I could have been playing this game, but I put it in some other video game. That's my weird mentality, but yeah. I remember that you would play sometimes, and you wouldn't let me play. Oh, I, I want, I want to play by myself. I don't want, I don't want Rusty to play with me. Oh, he takes up the space. I, don't I have to be on top of the screen. screen. But if Brandy was playing, you know my ass is on that bottom screen. Oh man! But yep. um, my third one. All right, I'm not really a big collectible. Like, I, Rusty, I, are are you? Like, I don't. We're not really big collectibles. No, I'm not a big like, collectible person at all. For some reason, my third one, I have this, like, this little puzzle that I got from, it was, like, my junior year of high school, and we had these things, like, I was, I played tennis for my high school, we had these, like, secret pals, and basically, we would, like, pick a name out of a hat and like every away match we would get our secret pal like gifts like or like little like, goodie bags of like treats and like Gatorade and I remember I was at like Target searching for shit and I found this Star Wars puzzle and it was like 100 pieces it was basically like uh the a new hope logo and I got it for my secret pal but then I'm like no <laughs> I'm gonna keep this so I just kept it and it's always been on my counter. Like Rusty, you're gonna walk in my room and know exactly which one it is. Oh yeah. Well, okay, another one that you forgot is that you really like the books. 
Yeah, that's true. I have, I'm looking at that on my calendar right now too. Yeah, I know because I just arranged them like last week. That was like a month ago. Well, I moved them because I had to post like a picture of like my podcast setup for Patrick and I kind of just like put the books on the counter just to, like make it look nice and I put pineapple with my Beats headphones on. God, these things are uncomfortable though. Like they hurt my ears. Hmm. My little That's ears. a personal problem. It is. Like I'm like I have this like lightsaber on my table and I'm like trying to like ignite it. Ignite the green. No, it's literally a green lightsaber too. But I ignite the green. I'll ignite the blue right now. Oh shit. That's actually cool. Yeah. That was $150. God, I can't believe you bought that. I remember last year when I took um, that biology class, there was, this some, there was some girl like sitting behind me. She was talking about Star Wars. So, of course, uh, my eavesdropping ass turned around, and I was like, fuck yeah. What are you guys talking about? She's like, oh, we buy these like $150 lightsabers, and we play with them like we're actually doing Star Wars battles. And I'm like, hold up. You play with these $100 lightsabers and like actually like play with them like they're toys? Yeah. Like, isn't that crazy? Like, I, I know that's probably not a crazy thought, but oh my god. Yeah, like, what the hell? <laughs> like, no. But, yeah, we should probably get to emails. I've been tangenting off. Yeah, and another thing of those lightsabers, I mean, the ones you buy from Hasbro, you cannot play with those, or else, like, they leave marks and they will break. Yeah, that's why I didn't get why that chick was like, oh yeah, my boyfriend and I and our roommates, we play with that. I'm like, good lord. Yeah. Ugh, but... Yeah. anyways I don't want to know that story yeah but yeah anyways we're about to get to emails so if you have any emails that you want to send us any questions comments concerns email us at cantobitepod at gmail.com and we will get to you but recommendations recommendations oh yeah for top three too but we're like booked up for like the next month for top three we still have like some like voicemails we haven't read yet because but hell yeah, it's exciting. But our first email is from our good friend Rashad. Hi, Rashad. He does a wonderful podcast called Will Communication with Justin. It's great. You should check it out. They talk about, you know, everything. Justin comics. has a podcast? Yeah, that's what Rashad does the podcast with Jet or Rashad and Justin. They do Will Communication. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. You should listen to it. Yeah, no. I put that on my list right now. Yeah, they talk about comics and it's really cool. Like they they play like music in the background too. So like when they're explaining it, you like, kind of like feel like you're in the comic too. Like I listen to it at work sometimes when I'm like doing like my shift report at work, and it's like yeah, like I'm all hyped up. It was about your, to your your shit report. My, sh- no. <laughs> my shift report. I have to do like a shift. Oh. <laughs> shift. I thought you said your shit report. I'm like, are you logging when you shit? <laughs> Jesus Christ. But no, like, at the end of the day, I have to, like, write down, like, how many radios are out, how many iPods are out on the floor. But, yeah. It's just something I have to do every day. But, yeah, it's a great podcast. Check it out, guys. And I'm going to read Rashad's email. So, he says, hi, ladies. (laughs) Hi. (laughs) Rusty, say hi. Hello. (laughs) Hello. Okay. Now that we've had a bit of time and enough hours to dissect the trailer, break down to discussions, I had a question for you. I think that during whatever training Ray will go through with Luke, we, we're bound to get some sort of force back or force vision that will parallel what happened with Luke on Dagobah. 
Assuming that this is in the works and assuming that Ray experiences a similarly chilling vision and assuming that she leaves training despite Luke's warnings to help friends in need, do you think that Luke will accompany her to help? I think it would be really cool to see Luke realize that no matter how much he may try to warn her, realize that nothing can stop her once her mind has been made. Maybe... He even waves his robot hand around like, see, something similar happened to me. And look what happened. <laughs> That's funny. I think it would be cool to, for Luke to... Rusty, how do I say this word? I'm looking at that word right now. And okay, just to sound it out. Be <laughs> Begrundedly. Be rudden. Uh, shit. <laughs> uh, okay. 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 What I think it would be Cool. I think it would Wait, be cool for I Luke didn't finish to... the email. <laughs> oh, no, okay. I think it would be cool for Luke to agree to help her in this regard to what dangers she might face and remembering how difficult trials were. What do y'all think? Keep up the kick-ass podcast. Impress how much sweet, sweet hashtag comment you've been pumping out. May the force be with you, Rashad. Thank you, Rashad, for sending the email. Thank you. Anyway, let me... Begrundedly. Begrund... Dingly. That's a big word. <laughs> Fuck. Jesus Christ. But, you know, Rashad's smart. But, anyways, these are, like, un truly unfiltered thoughts. I feel like being with, like, Rusty, I'm just like, bah, fuck it. <laughs> no, but. Thanks. No, not like that. I mean, like, yeah, I'm with my yeah, brother. Yeah, yeah, I'm just, it's a, I'm it's just a good time with my brother, Rusty. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll start this okay. one off. Um, I definitely think that he's going to give her some sort of um, vision. And then when the part, like the very first teaser trailer, when she's like, oh, maybe I'm definitely sure that's from a forest vision. And I'm sure Ryan's going to pull the thing where she's going to say, oh, I need to go be with my friends. And Luke's going to say, all right, if you think this is going to happen, if you want to do this, this why, okay, let me show you. Then he's going to touch her forehead, and she's going to go into some force vision. And he's going to show that, thinking he gets his hand cut off, he falls 3,000 store. I don't know how big it is. He, fall he falls a long time down to, s I don't know what the hell that is. If he, fall he falls pretty long, and, um that he sees just everything that happened in his past and all his struggles that he went through because he didn't obey his order, basically. And I definitely do think that Luke is going to kind of throw that hammer down and say, hey, you need to stay. But I'm sure after he still does that, I'm sure that Ray still leaves. Yeah, I feel like something happens in that movie where, like, Ray has, tries to, like, sneak off and wonder why Luke's being so shady. Then he kind of lashes out her, and she's like, screw this, I'm leaving. And then and then he says, like, this is not going to go the way you think it's going to. Like, look at me. Like, when I went to go save my friends, I lost my arm, and I found out that this scary guy with a mask is my dad. Like, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like it's kind of like Luke on Dagobah. Like, he felt like he knew so much, but he did it. And that's kind of like Ray. Like maybe Ray's not that humble person, and she's like, "Oh, like I felt this power, and teach me, teach me, please." And he's probably going to be like hesitant at first, and he's going to. And I know he's going to leave that island. I just don't know how. But it would be cool if he was in the Falcon too, because I was listening to a podcast. I think it was, I forget which podcast it was, but they're talking about like how it'd be cool if like Luke was piloting the Falcon. Yeah, that would be really cool. Um, you said Ray and Luke. 
growing up, Ray and Luke were completely two different people. You see, like, on Jack Goo, is that Ray just beats the shit out of the people that, like, try to still BB-8. And Luke's just this little kid, oh, Uncle Owen, I, this droid's got a bad motivator. <laughs> and, and you see that, and Ray, I think Ray is way more stronger and way more kind of, what's the word, way more. So uh, basically what you're saying is that you think that she's more powerful than Luke was at that point? I, oh, de- definitely, definitely she was. And she's more, she's more confronting than Luke will ever be because she, she beat Kylo Ren is that she drove the Falcon and she got out of there and she basically got all this stuff accomplished and so did Luke, but I think Ray did it more in a fashionable style and she did it more willingly. Yeah, but suddenly I'm thinking about that final scene in, um, shut up phone, in The Force Awakens when Ray has lightsaber and she has Kylo down. Does she almost hit him and then like the planet starts kind of like breaking down or does she hesitate? No, to be honest, I don't think that he, that I don't think that she was going to kill him. I think that she was, she was going to say something, then she might, but with just the whole script thing, I don't think it was ever in the script idea for her to kill him. I mean, maybe at one point it could have been, but definitely I think she wanted to feel it. But actually in the Force Awakens book, is that when she kicks him and she cuts his face, there's actually, she hears a message from Supreme Leader Snoke that says, like, do it. Did you know that? I think I did, but I forgot that, but that's interesting. Yeah, so definitely she was hearing that vision. You definitely don't see it in the movie, but you can you can read it in the book. And um, yeah, I think she wanted to, but I don't think it was in her nature for her to do it. Hmm. Yeah. I, I'm kind of like in the party that I want Luke to go bad in this movie. But. Yeah, it w- I think it would be really cool just plot twist wise to see him do it. Um, but Ryan, dude, Ryan, in like in every single one of his films, the bad guy, no, the main character is always an antagonist. And um, like Kathleen Kennedy said, is that Luke and Mark Hamill, they are so vital to this next film. And with Mark Hamill saying that he's like, the script was just so weird in so many unexpected areas, I'm pretty sure that he will be tempted, and I'm sure that something will happen which will force him to do something that he's not proud of. Maybe not go dark, but he's going to do something that he's not fond of. Yeah. That's a good point. And also going back to Rashad's kind of question, he talks about um, whatever training Ray will go through, we're bound to get like some force back or force vision that will like parallel with what happened to Luke on Dagobah. Do you think that, that we're going to get kind of more of these like force backs or kind of like. You know, they have, they have to be careful with the force backs because if they do too much of them, um, I think it's going to be kind of weird. She's going to go, oh, let's go touch this book. Oh, force back. Let's go touch this board. Force back. <laughs> so I, I, I don't want them to keep have feeling the need to do force backs. I mean, I think it's really cool that in The Force Awakens that she touched a lightsaber and that happened because we've seen nothing like that before. And I'm pretty sure that was a J.J. Abrams 
um, concept. But I think having three or less is good. But if you have five or six force backs, it's I think it's just going to diminish how popular they are. <laughs> I like that. She touches a pork force back. <laughs> yeah, I know. She touches the tree. That'd be funny if she touched a pork and like, force back! <laughs> you see the pork's life. <laughs> no, she sees like her life or something or like, well, no, because she touched the li- Well, oh, that's a good point because she touched it and she saw like shit from Luke and then shit from Kylo. But... I don't know. I, I'm i still conflicted on like how Luke is going to be in this movie. And if he's actually... like, I think he's going to come with her eventually. Or she's going to like try to persuade him or something. But then again, in the trailers, we only see him on Octo. I'm, I'm calling it Octo, not Octo. Oct- Octo. Like Octogon? Or like Octopus? <laughs> Octopus. It's Octo in my heart. It's like how people... Oh, you know what I'm saying? What I'm really excited to see is that I know the Falcon is there too, but I'm more, one of my concepts, like, how did he get to that island? Did he take his X-Wing there? So I think it would be really cool to see if he got in his X-Wing and followed behind Ray and the Falcon. Hmm. I don't know, just, just a little idea. That is a good idea. Like, kind of like the Yoda, like, take the take the X-Wing out of the river, not river, the, the swamp. The swamp. Yeah. Or maybe he has like a secret laboratory under there. He's got all his X. He's not Batman. Well, him and Batman have never been in the same room, Brittany. Oh my god, that's true. But yeah, thank you, Rashad, for the email. We are going to go to our next email, and it's from Catherine. So she says. Sorry, I'm a few weeks behind on the pod. Just listened to the discussion on Star Wars as a girl's thing, too, about the nature... That's oh, a great thank episode. you. I was really sick. <laughs> about... Yeah. Okay. It's like, welcome to the cancer bite. <coughs> Dispatch. <laughs> but, yeah, that was a good... We talked about, you know, how Star Wars is a girl's thing, too, but... You probably, you guys probably listened to it. But anyways, she says, just listen to the discussion on Star Wars is a girl's thing too about the nature and relationship between Anakin and Padme. My impression of the relationship, which I saw in the prequels and in the Clone Wars, was that Anakin was obsessed with Padme and wanted to possess her. His force powers unwittingly on his half bent her and, or bent her will to compel her to attach himself to him even when she didn't want to his focus of force power through her kept uh, i'm to read that again his his focus of force power through her kept her his even when in return of the uh, revenge of the, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. in revenge of the sith she obviously wasn't happy when she confronted him on mustafar he with <laughs> she spelt it mustafa mustafa Remind me of Mufasa, but it's all good. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Another Disney reference. When she confronted him on Mustafar, he withdrew all of his focus that he had had on her. Without the force flowing through her, she weakened and died. I think this makes little more sense of the no attachments rule of the Jedi. They really meant no obsession with an attachment. Love the show, Catherine. God, that's interesting. You know, that that really is. Um, 
because in the Clone Wars is that Anakin and Padme, they're, they really seem attached and he cares about her a lot. But, and you can also see... When your phone is going up. Sorry, wow. I like put on Twitter that ranch dressing is the devil, and for some reason, like a bunch of people are like offended. I I just don't like dra- ranch dressing. It's disgusting. Well, we had these like ranch dressing chicken sliders today. Did you not like those? <laughs> oh, yeah, I they were good. good. I mean, like I could taste the ranch, and I just despise it. But I mean, it was good. But yeah, anyways, sorry, my my phone's rudely going off. No, you're good. Devil, but anyways, um, go. But yeah, like their connection in um, the Clone Wars is really strong. Then in Revenge of the Sith, it really is. But when Anakin makes that turn, and when he sees Obi Wan, I think that he just blew a fuse, and I think he just had a little temper tantrum, and that's why he choked her. And um, I don't really think he meant he didn't. He, oh, of course, he didn't mean to do it. I think it was just in the action that he did it. But definitely, I feel like he was getting stronger and stronger. I think that he felt that he could basically do anything. And he probably thought, oh, look, I'm a strong Jedi now. Padme's going to come with me. And she's like, wait, hold hold up there, cowboy. (laughs) Hold up there, space Um, cowboy. Yeah. (laughs) And so, um, yeah, I just think that he was too conflicted with the dark side, and I don't think he really thought a lot of that stuff out. And maybe he, he did, maybe Padme said, oh, he didn't talk about it with me. And that's also maybe why she was pissed too. Um, but yeah, he he definitely was conflicted when he joined the dark side. He just had a big... He thought of himself that he had a really big ego. Yeah, like Catherine, she says, like she makes a point that she interpreted it like he kind of like forced her to like like him back so like he was like controlling that and like when he choked her out on mustafar basically took away those feelings and killed her like that's a really interesting thought but then again i almost feel like her feelings for him actually like did did exist to a point like obviously like in the beginning of attack of the clowns like she's kind of like no like you're like the little boy i knew on tatooine but she had a grown attachment to him somehow. Like, I know that which the age difference and, like, she saw him when she was a little boy, but there was probably this, like, really big attraction. Of course, the whole, like, scandal thing and how Jedi, Jedi can't form attachments. That probably, like, attracted to her, too. Attracted it to her, too. Like, you know, she's a big senator at all, but she probably, you know, wanted a family, wanted to marry someone, and she couldn't let go of her feelings for Anakin like they were that strong I don't think something could that was so strong could be forced but yet again it could have been exaggerated because of like their scenario and their situation like that he's a Jedi she's a senator they're not supposed to be together but they they like the risk part of it yeah she likes the under the table stuff that's the way she rolls the under the table stuff well I don't know like it's it's funny like getting like your perspective of like their relationship because you're dude <laughs> hey dude yeah it's it's kind of it's kind of like um is that anakin after he killed all those people is that he was a felon and you're like who, who the heck likes a felon but padme still liked him and i was like bruh that's kind that's kind of weird 
that's maybe that's the way she rolls. She like she likes the bad. She likes the bad dudes, and uh, I don't know. That, that's that's the way she is. Yeah, I can't imagine what was going through her head during when Annika was telling her how he killed all the sand people. Like that was almost at the point where their like relationship kind of like got not better, but she like revealed that she loved him kind of after that. So, well, obviously, because, like, they were at that arena, and they're like, well, we're going to die anyways. But, yeah, by the way, I still love you, even though you killed all those fucking people. But. I don't really think she cared that much, either. Oh, same people? Uh-huh, they're not good for our economy. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> the sand people. Well, they killed his mother, too. So, obviously, they were a threat. Like, they were, I don't know, they're doing shit with, like, the moisture evaporator farm or something. You know, that's a scene I would have liked to see, is just him do- killing all those sand people. Because um, George Lucas is that he makes us use our imagination. Like, definitely killing the sand people. And Order 66, he makes us use our imagination to see and think what actually happened. So, I think he should have added those two little bits in. Just to really see him, that devil-like Dark Lord of the Sith. Yeah, they would have moved the rating to PG-13, though. And I don't think they wanted to do that just yet. Because Revenge of the Sith was their first movie. But basically, all these Star Wars movies since the original or since since Revenge of the Sith have been PG-13. And I think they're going to keep on doing this. I totally think that Han Solo will be PG-13. But... What would you rate, like, on a rating of, like, the original trilogy? Like, 4, 5, and 6. Would you rate them PG-13 or just PG? Uh, 4, I would have rated PG-13. Just because you see, like, the dead burned bodies. And that's pretty graphic for some kids. Um, definitely, like, PG-13 in Episode 5 when he gets his hand cut off. And like that womp rat, like that beats the crap out rat. of him. <laughs> You're welcome. All right, thank, thank you. In uh, episode six, you know, episode six could have been PG. I don't. It was not that much, but like you do see Darth Vader take off his helmet, and that could have been kind of scary for some people. Yeah, it was for me. I refused to watch that scene as a kid until, like, six or seven months after I really got into Star Wars. Like, I was, like, really afraid of, like, seeing, like, what he looked like. Because, like, scary shit. I don't know. Shit's... I'm very sensitive. Shit scares me. But I wasn't bad. But I think, like, a kid would see that being scary. Like, something like Palpatine, Force Lightning, Luke. Like, Luke screaming in agony. Like, that shit's scary. Like, I almost... I don't know. I feel like I'm like being too hard, but I don't know. I think the PG rating for all three movies is good. I think you, what you said about a new hope and like the burned bodies. I mean, you, they're, they're skeletons, you know, but that movie was PG for, I think it was supposed to be G, but they had to add the PG because of that. But I don't know. It's something that I would, if I ever have kids, and they wanted to watch something i would put in star wars like i wouldn't be afraid that this is too like violent for them because you were what like six or seven when you first watched star wars yeah yeah because i was the same age too because 
I remember when Brandy had that surgery and when she was in second grade, Uncle Joe came over and he was watching the Phantom Menace. Do you remember that? Do you remember? You, you probably don't remember that, do you? No. Um, no. Oh, well, yeah, 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 yeah. When Brandy had the surgery and he watched the Phantom Menace, yeah, I remember that. A little bits pieces of it. I The one scene I do like vividly remember is when Anakin and uh, bullshit. That's my scene. And you don't Anakin, remember that. Don't... That's bullshit. I. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, may- maybe. It's probably maybe, like one maybe. of those things you've like heard uh, so much, and I... you're like, "Yeah, I remember that too." Yeah. No kidding. Yeah, but thank you, Catherine, for the email. Thank you. It was nice hearing about some. Yeah, that was a fantastic. That's a that good. Was a fantastic that was a good theory, and you know, talk about like the relationship and like the Clone Wars too. It's like going back to like the ratings of the movie. Is that Philip Lord and Chris Miller? If they were still directing it, definitely the Han Solo movie would be PG thirteen. But they're twenty one Jump Street. And their 22 Jump Street, their humor, it was okay. But their humor in the Lego movie was so much better for some reason. I don't know why. And I think maybe they got fired because they're trying to use too much adult humor. And I think maybe Kathleen wanted maybe more of that kid humor that they had in the Lego movie. But have you watched the Lego movie? Yeah, I've seen it. I watched it at work a couple months ago. Yeah, that was a great movie. Yeah, it was. I feel like they're stronger with that kid element stuff. And maybe that's like what yeah. they were adding too much of in the Han Solo film. What, the, two, the kid stuff? Yeah, I I don't know. Like, there's obviously some, like, miscommunication. Like, you know, like, when you go through a breakup and obviously, like, somewhat feels it more than the other person. Like, Kathleen Kennedy just, like, wasn't feeling it. So she said, peace, you're out. And your socks are folded strange. Yeah. That was such a weird article. But Yeah. I don't know. I I would have loved to see like their version of what the Han Solo film or I'm gonna call this the Han Solo film even though it already has an Oh yeah. Han Solo has an the Han Solo film has a name. Solo, what do you think of it? Who me? Yeah. Uh, who, <laughs> who me? Yeah, who who else is here? Am I talking to my imaginary friend from like second grade? Yeah, um, I, you know, what else could they have called it? You know, Solo, a Star Wars story. Um, maybe it could have been, like, a smuggler's adventure, a Star Wars story. Something with smuggler. Yeah, a smuggler's, like, you you fill out the rest. But, a Solo, a Star Wars movie? Whose idea do you think that was? Do you think that was the pre-production or was that something that Kathleen probably thought? Well, there were a lot of shirts that had, like, the solo and then had, like, two pistols. Do you remember seeing those oh. shirts? Yeah, I remember that. So, I think... I'm just mad because they could have released this information a long time ago. Like, I forget when they released, like, that Rogue One was a thing. I think they released the name of Rogue One, like, before they even, like, started shooting. Oh, yeah, I think so, too. 
But it's just one of those things that they were like hyping up for so long for something like just as simple as solo. Like it pissed me off, but then everyone's like, Brittany, overreacting. It's like, yeah, you guys are right. Like it's just them. Speak- yeah. Speaking of titles, I was listening to an interview with Ryan Johnson and he's like, yeah, he's like, every time some fan came up with a new title, I was getting so scared because uh, The Last Jedi, he's like, I thought that was pretty obvious. <laughs> that would be like, and he's like, yeah, dude. He's like, everyone that would come up, I was just getting so scared. That's funny as hell. And I know. And I never thought the title would be The Last Jedi. It, I mean, it's in the opening crawl. I, don't, I, I didn't think that they would use it again. Yeah, I remember hearing, like, rumors, like, way back when, like, The Force Awakens before that had a name. And I remember, like, some people were throwing out something, like, with Jedi. Yeah, the number one that I read was called The Labyrinth of Evil. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know how to... And that was, that was kind of stupid. Labyrinth of Evil. Fuck. That would have been an interesting name. I wasn't too impressed with The Force Awakens when I first heard it, but I warmed up to it. Yeah, yeah, I, that's a good. Rogue, I think Rogue One. That's pretty. You know, to be honest, I don't like it when in the movie they use the name of the title. I do not like that. Yeah, I wasn't sure how I felt like that in Rogue One. It was like that kind of like cheesy thing. Like you don't hear in like A New Hope someone being like Luke is a New Hope or something cheesy shit like that, or like the Phantom Menace. Like oh, he's a Phantom Menace. <laughs> Yeah, but the one part, like, when Princess Leia said, and the guy asked, he's like, what does this lead us to? And when she says hope, I thought that was well done. I thought that was really good. I think that's one of the times where that is acceptable. But uh, what, what's your call sign? I mean, they kind of had to do that. A rogue, a rogue one. They, I think they had to do that, though. Yeah. God, I shit on that movie sometimes, but it is a good movie. Dude, every time I watch it, it just gets better and better. You kind of you kind of respect like the um, the character development. It's hard to do character development in such a short time too, though, because you know at first you start yeah, with Jin, you know, rebellious Jin, and at the very end, you know, she's like helping for a cause that she never thought that she would because, you know, her father died for this cause basically, and she wanted to destroy this weapon because she wanted to destroy it for her father and destroy it to help people that you know she found out she cared about like when she met Cassian and I love Cass yeah when is the last time you're in contact with your father when is the last time you're in contact with your father I love that guy but I don't know Rusty do you you have anything else you want to ask or talk about or is there anything on your mind about Star Wars Star Wars. Um, yeah, I'm just counting down the days to December. Um, I tardy 2017. Um, we got a couple movies coming. We have Thor Ragnarok coming up in a couple days. You know, a couple on November second comes out. We have Justice League that comes out, um, which I'm kind of looking forward to. Uh, Josh Whedon. Um, I I think you'll do a pretty good job. Then The Force Awakens definitely. No, the last. <laughs> The Last Jedi. Uh, that's what I'm looking for. I'm really to excited for The Force Awakens. Like, I can't wait to go see. Oh yeah, I I have the DVD. Rusty, we have the DVD. We can watch it after this. Uh... <laughs> All right, I'm going to attempt to do the outro that Emily does perfectly. So, Rusty, bear with me here. 
sure. So you guys can like us and find us on Twitter at CantoBytePod. We are on Instagram also at CantoBytePod. And we are proud to be part of the Radio Free Podcasting Network with podcasts such as Radio Free Mandalore, the Imperial Senate Podcast, Amateur Pod, John in 60 Seconds, A Storm of Shit, which is the podcast that I do with my good friend Ollie. And you can find his shitty podcast, The Richie and Ollie Show, there too. But you can find me on Twitter at Canto Brit, uh, Instagram, Brittany the Ginger. Rusty, where we can find you on social media? You can find me at Rusty Br- on Twitter at Rusty Brown with two N's. And I do not have a Instagram account. Ooh, you should get on that. And also, if you guys like us, you should review us on iTunes. That is so important for us to get out there so more people could listen to us and find out who we are, why we like Star Wars. It's so interesting, you know, hearing, you know, listening to different podcasts and hearing their opinions on something that you love. And hell yeah. But yeah, please write and review us on iTunes. Five stars for good content. But anyways, Rusty, how did I do it? Was that okay? Yeah, I was perfect, oh, man. Okay. I need, I, Emily does it so fast. She's so fucking good. Oh my god. She's so good at everything she em- does. Emily's an amazing person. Oh god. I know, like I say this all the time, but it's like when I think of Emily, like to me she's royalty. Like she is, like She's such an amazing human being. I love podcasting with her. I just love her. She's going to listen to this and be like, that's no kidding. She's the Emily Lind. The Emily. It's not Emily Lind. It's the Emily Or Lindo. <laughs> I love her nickname, Lindo. But anyways, thank you, Rusty, for joining me. So last minute. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I had a blast. I know. Thank you. This is so fun, like, talking to you about Star Wars. Like, I felt like I was, like, kind of interviewing you, too, at times. Yeah, even I've been hearing those questions forever. But anyways, uh, thank you guys for listening. And Emily and I will see you guys next week. All right. Hey, have a good night, guys. Thank you for having me. Bye.